great day, amazing human. Welcome to the Empowered In My Skin podcast, where our mission is to help 1 billion people in this world think in more empowering ways. Empower humans, empower humans. So you are in the right spot to become a lead domino for empowerment today. My name is Inke Chi. I'm not only your host, but I am a vibrant optimist obsessed to bring you empowering content with each episode. We will be bringing you content alternating between longer episodes with feature guests and shorter episodes called Empowering Bites, where I'll be joined by my co-host, Gabby Mamone. So if you're ready, let the show begin. Yes, great day, amazing humans. Woo! Welcome to the next episode of Empowered in My Skin Podcast. This is a special one because <laughs> I am joined by three other really phenomenal humans that also just happen to be amazing women that I know and have, you know, we've come together for a very, very empowering conversation. And this conversation, this is, is really, it's about having an unfiltered discussion on the journey of aging. As women, yes, we are aging. And uh, through shared experiences, our goal is to empower other women to embrace their aging process with pride and confidence. And men, don't hang up yet, because this one's also for you, because you have women in your life, and this will enable you to be able to support them better. So aging is a natural part of life, and as women, we experience a unique transition known as menopause. So we are going to cover that topic as well. And this is just a phase that can be both empowering and challenging, and we want to explore it together um, and I'm really happy to explore it with my, my special guest today. So how about if I just, rather than me reading out their bios, I'm going to have, a, you know, I'm going to just challenge each of you, maybe right now, you can just kind of share a little bit about yourself, but also like, what's like that, what are some, like, you know, we usually end with parting wisdom. What's the entering wisdom that you want to throw into this space here right now? So Tracy, uh, I'll start with you. Hi, I'm Tracy, and I'm based here in New Zealand. I am a 53-year-old perimenopausal woman, and I'll start with, you're never too old, and it's never too late. That's like literally my life motto right now, and just all the things that I'm learning um, and integrating into my life to sort of look forward to the future. Um, so uh, my background, I have over 30 years in the fitness industry, um, but I went smack into menopause before I'd even heard of the word um, and suffered for quite a number of years before I figured out what it was by myself. <laughs> like many women, it's like, what the heck is going on? And then I pivoted and changed all my knowledge into sort of health-focused um, support digitally for women in menopause around healthy living, nutrition, movement, stress reduction. And so now I create digital resources through a uh, program called Sexy Aging. Hi, I love it. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about sexy about aging. That, yeah. yeah, we're talking about sexy aging today. Okay, I'm going to move over to uh, Jennifer Gibbs. Fantastic to be here with all of you to talk about this topic that I'm extremely passionate about. Uh, I'm Jennifer Gibbs. I'm a data executive in financial services. I also run my own executive coaching company where I focus on uh, midlife professional women and helping them to really understand what they want in life and to help them find the courage to go after it, regardless of what rules we may understand about what's possible for us. Um, 
I have recently turned 50 and I'm extremely excited and um, honored to be the age of 50. I think this is going to be one of the best, one of my best decades ever. Um, One of the things I would just uh, leave uh, or not leave, but start with in terms of some of the things that I have uh, learned is that um, choose to be an example of what is possible, not to be an example of what we're supposed to do. Ooh, that's a good one. Wow, you guys are all just dropping nuggets. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and Trisha Blake, please round it up. All right, Trisha Blake. I am a change maker, joy seeker, Afrofuturist. And I think my latest title, I have two, that would be Rich Auntie in the Metaverse. <laughs> and... Um, a chief wellness officer, as I, I feel like this is the, this is the role of the journey I need to move into, like naturally gravitating. Um, I too uh, just turned 50 this year. And before I turned 50, I said, this half of my life is, is this is the next best half. Mm -hmm. This is truly the next best half. And I want to be able to, if it's parting wisdom, um, you know what, like we can change that narrative and change the story and being a change maker. We talk about it in other areas, except this, I am Gen X and I think we're all Gen X. And so Gen X is loud. Gen X right now, as it relates to (laughs) wellness, it's like, no, no, we're going to talk. We're going to talk to things and we're going to make sure our voices are heard. And so it's to just continue to advocate and pay attention and listen and stay 10 toes down because it's not the end and you can find joy. And I am a joy seeker and I am here. 10 toes down. I love it. Yes. Well, I'm so hyped. So I might as well just round out the four. I'm also 50. I turned, uh, I turned the fabulous 50 last year and, um, and I'm going to, just really keeping my tagline like everything I do really is about empowering the next human and so it's not about the three beautiful amazing humans that I'm looking at right now but it's really it's about you know that the person that's listening I want to connect with the person that you connect with because it is that means that you have taken something from this experience that we are going to share and now you are you're getting something you're going to give it and you're learning something, you're going to teach it. And so, like, I'm excited to hear about that next person that you empower through this episode. So let's get started. As part of the podcast, trying to keep it, you know, very, very consistent. The I'm going to start, Jennifer, just have a book order. What was the most empowering thought you had today so far? Um, oh, my goodness. So I had quite the day, as you know, Inked, today. Um, I think it was... Um, I can do this. I'm strong no matter what. There's always strength in me to pull from. And um, and that that would be a thought that, that helped me today. Thank you. That's big. And Tracy? Well, it's uh, early morning here in New Zealand. So <laughs> some of my early morning thoughts, well, because I do journal and meditate first thing in the morning. So probably it was just a really simple thought. Wow. I'm lucky to be alive. Mm. Like how lucky am I? And that I'm lucky to do what I do like Mm. every day. I don't really have many days where I think, Oh gosh, I wish I was doing something else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though it's an early Sunday morning, I'm like, this is great. I'm lucky to be here. I love it. Tell us how is Sunday, July uh, 20, 30th. We're not there yet, but uh, 
Something to look forward to. I'm well, looking out my window right now. It's pretty nice. <laughs> I, just, good <laughs> I forgot to call attention that, yes, Tracy is. Tracy, how do you pronounce, correctly pronounce your last name? Is it Minok? Um, Minok Nuku. Minok, Minok. Okay, Minok Nuku. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I uh, so joining us from New Zealand, and she's right. Like literally, that empowering thought had to come in like the last two hours. So, so thank you. <laughs> We've had all day oh, to think about it. You, you're you're right on your toes. And uh, Trisha, most empowering thought of the day so far. I am excited to be in what I am calling my third bloom. Mm-hmm. You know, as I was preparing for this particular um, podcast. And I haven't thought about it a lot, but I have the quote that is on most of my social media. But this morning, it was like, yeah, girl, the question is not how to survive, but how to thrive with passion, compassion, humor and style. And that's uh, Maya Angelou quote. And it's what I I live by. But it was just uh, it was like my wake up alarm uh, this morning. So. I love it. Okay, so there, everyone's fired up and powered up. So let's start by exploring each of your personal experiences with aging and menopause. And so, in that same order, so Jennifer, we'll start to, we'll start with you. If you could take us a little bit on your journey and what that's been like. Yeah, and similar to what Tracy said, and unfortunately, I think that this happens to many women. Is I hit perimenopause and. I didn't know what the heck was happening. And it's actually atrocious that women, like pretty much every woman is, you know, going to experience menopause and it hits them and they don't know what's going on. Like something is extremely wrong for that to be the case. And so now I'm very loud and proud about my hot flashes and menopause and anything happening. I am talking about it. I don't care who's there because I think it's ridiculous. So anyway, that's my soapbox, but I'll tell you the story. (laughs) So like many, I I would say people working for in corporate and and corporate environments, um, I uh, was working uh, and during the pandemic, I was sitting at a desk all day long. My body started to feel it in ways that I hadn't felt before. And then I started not being able to sleep. I kept waking up and my stomach felt off and something was funny. And later I realized I was having hot flashes. They just, the way I experienced it was different than I thought maybe I was supposed to, but my sleep started getting uh, impacted and then my joints started getting sore. And then um, I was having hot flashes during the day, which is why I have this fan near my desk because I still have it. But there were other weird things happening, like just emotionally, um, my hormones were up and down. My emotional state was up and down. And um, then I got two frozen shoulders. And at that point in time, I just sort of reckoned that was about I was about 47, I would say, at the time this is happening. It was actually um, a blessing that my frozen, my shoulders were frozen and this, these physical things were happening to me because it really jolted me into realizing I need to take care of my body in a different way. I mean, I've never, I've always sort of been thoughtful about my body, but to some extent, but I think the thing I realized is things are changing for me and the way in which I have been living to date is not going to get me through the next 5, 10, 15 years. And there is no way I want to um, not have the support of my body to do the things that I really, really wanted to do. And that really shifted me into a very, very different routine in terms of movement and nutrition and 
um, that also opened me up to start thinking about what else was possible Mm -hmm. and reminding myself that at one point for me anyway, I was an athlete and, you know, through motherhood, through, you know, uh, my, like going up the career ladder and all of building and building and building and building, I had forgotten, um, that part of me and, and regardless of what age I was, I still feel like I'm an athlete. And so it it was, it's been very challenging to kind of experience these things, um, especially when you don't know what's happening. But as I started to educate myself, it really empowered me to decide um, to take control of the way in which I was aging and the way in which I was living my life. And uh, really honoring that my body needed different things now. And it didn't mean that it was a problem. It just meant that things were changing. And I wanted to change the way in which I was taking care of myself mm-hmm. to honor honor the, the different things that were happening in my body. And so it's been quite a journey. I'm now weightlifting, um, which I love, and, and um, really have created connections with women in a very different way and with different communities of women because of that. Um, so it's been, I would say, um, challenging, but also uh, very much a blessing for me. I love it. Thank you, Jennifer. And uh, Tracy, how about yourself? Jennifer, we literally have the same story, especially the order of your symptoms, the background, being an athlete and how that's impacted on you. Um, probably one of the things that's a little bit different to my in my experience was I had a baby at 42. So they call that a geriatric pregnancy. I, it sounds terrible, right? So <laughs> they want to put a title on everything. I just call it Uh, blessed late, (laughs) you know. Um, But what's really interesting that I look back on, reflect back on now with um, the impact of postpartum through to perimenopause, I don't believe that my hormones regulated again Mm -hmm. in the way that they would normally. So if you have a baby in your 20s and 30s, then you'll go back into regular menstrual periods post-breastfeeding probably. But mine never really did. So the first symptom for me was irregular menstruation. Um, And I just thought, oh, it's because I had a baby and I'll just wait it out. But it never came back to normal. It was really heavy and really frequent. And I remember having one period for like three weeks and I'm like, what the heck is this? (laughs) You know? Um, And then I got all the same symptoms as you, Jennifer, not sleeping, awake at night, night sweats, muscle cramps. I had a frozen shoulder, could not relate it to any exercise that I had done. Um, And then just through the years after figuring it out, set up a podcast, wrote a book, um, and went full on into this topic of helping other women figure it out. Um, a big, a big thing for me is changing up the way I train. So, you know, being in the fitness industry, I no longer do hit workouts or cardio every single day. And I was a cardio queen, you know, I just loved the endorphins, the runners high, that kind of stuff. But now priority two strength trainings, full body, Every week, if I miss anything else, it's fine, but I'm not missing that. Mm -hmm. And that in itself, while that's a physical act of looking after myself at this stage of life, the mental shift and the mind shift around what I think about my body has become the most amazing learning at this stage of life because, you know, as your hormones shift around, 
there are going to be some things you have no control over mm-hmm. physically, the way you look. And so I think a mindset shift has become the biggest learning and probably blessing in a way mm. because I'm no longer looking at myself going, oh, I wish I looked like that mm. when I was in my 30s when you look back on your old photos. You know, I now go, oh, wow, look look at my what my body can do. Mm. Um, and I really mm. want to encourage other women to sort mm. of really think take that on because I think we've come through this diet culture for years and years and years. And that's probably a whole other conversation. It's very hard to put aside the way we are looking and the way our body is changing and to go, wow, how lucky are we to be moving and what can I do to keep this going? So that's been probably the biggest learning and journey. Other than that, had all the same symptoms. I had 29 out of 35. So (laughs) there you go. Wow. I love the intersection for one, and I love some of what you just dropped, Tracy, because it's it's hitting me as you're speaking, especially the whole weight training. Like I've been very fortunate to have weight trained all my life, but I do recognize that my tra- like things just feel different. Like I'm doing the same things, but the results are looking different. It's almost like I'm creating different types of results that I'm not liking. And so I also like the whole mindset thing, which is I, that, I think that's what I need to work on is I, I need to be looking for something else. Like I need to actually be looking for something else than what I wish I was looking for type thing, you know? Yeah. And Trisha, uh, over to you. Okay. For me, I would say it was, it's self-reflection. Like I started noticing some symptoms. Mainly it was, I'm so tired. Insomnia I was like, oh, take melatonin, take this gummy, do this, do that. You know, oh, why are you not sleeping? Go to bed. You set a routine. And I'm like, this has been going on for seven years. This isn't, this isn't like I've accepted it, but I was just like, hold on a second. What's really going on? Then you have the conversation with your doctor. And it's like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, you're in that age. It's like, why are you so nonchalant about it? What does that even mean that I'm in that age? Like, this is the next phase. Okay, so then I'm noticing, okay, well, all of a sudden, you know, my periods are out of control. And I've I've had them, you know, probably since I was 11 years old. But in the past, like, six years, no, let's say lie, past three years, three and a half years, the heaviest it's ever been where I feel like I, I need to prepare. It is like, you got to go into the bunkers, bring all your things, walk with whatever you need. Otherwise you're going to be embarrassed on that bus. And you don't want that. I was just like, no, this can't be, this can't be normal. So then, you know, just recently, probably since 2018, going on a, on a wellness journey, you notice things, you're paying attention to your body. Um, hot flashes, not so much, but what I noticed was I'm cold. Mm-hmm. I get cold flashes. Yeah. And then when I start to talk to some of my friends, they're like, oh, me too. And I was like, but they don't really talk about that as a symptom. I hear about the fan. I am trying to put on, you know, I got leggings on. I have on track pants, socks, tank top, t-shirt, and a sweatshirt in my house where I don't have AC and I'm freezing. Like this is this is not as she as she puts on her blanket. <laughs> Hold on, let me grab that. <laughs> it just there was just so many things, and I am a strong believer in 
education to build awareness so educate to elevate so i started to to research google is my friend but what i also was noticing was that what i was seeing i was like yeah that's not me and so the aha again not everyone has the same symptoms or they're going through the same things so i'm not thinking that i'm going through it i would never have thought until like i said it started with self-reflection as to oh insomnia Uh, another one i had to talk to my dentist last year like, why are my teeth cleaning and my gums are bleeding so much? This is not normal. And and there's an article, I think, um, there was a study that gum bleeding also is increased during this phase. Because your estrogen, your hormone levels are dropping. Why is nobody telling me this? I wish I had known. So I think if I went back to my younger self, like, listen, this is going to probably start in your 30s. <laughs> and uh, just pay attention. Don't freak out. You know what I mean? Uh, you're not crazy and you're going to have to take care of yourself and you're going to have to take care of yourself differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, I find even with my, I have an injury, the recovery is taking a little bit longer. And I'm like, I just turned 50. What do you mean? This is, this doesn't make any sense. Like my bounce back or my bounce forward is taking a little bit longer, but I've also learned as I'm learning is that I need to be compassionate, give myself self-compassion and grace. And I think that is why I am truly excited about being on the journey. It's like, okay, this is a, this is a new phase. I remember freaking out when my period was coming. Cause I was like one of the only ones starting so young at 11, you know, yeah. in grade five, no one else was having their period. Now everybody is going through perimenopause for like probably the last 10 years, but none of us are talking about it. Yeah. But I remember in school, we're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get the little, you know, you got your pad and your little, your little, um, you get a little bag that you would take to school just in case yeah. your mom would, you know, pack you up. Where's my bag? In this, in this. <laughs> where's my third where, where's that where's the kid where's the kid we need the kid somebody needs a kid i don't know there might be a kid out there we'll have to google there it there is a kid we, out there oh. there's a kit that's been developed here in new zealand the perimenopause kit and it's a it's like a natural product like tinctures and stuff. It's really beautiful. Someone sent it to me. I'm like, how gorgeous is that? It's exactly like you mentioned, Trisha. Like when you get your periods, you get the little bag and you've got everything in there and everyone's having a conversation. When you get to perimenopause, it's crickets. So I saw you doing a lot of uh, pointing at Trisha when she was talking about (laughs) the doctor and all this. So what came up for you there, Tracy? The exact same thing, literally the same conversation where the doctor said this next phase of life. And I was like, well, what are you talking about this next phase of life? Why can't you just say the word menopause? Why can't you just say the word perimenopause and then talk to me about my hormones? I'm not an idiot, Mm -hmm. you know? So it just felt like uh, at that stage, because I'm talking about five years ago, even the doctors weren't up to speed with this conversation or how they could help you or what their options were because I, it has changed significantly. I can see the difference even here in New Zealand. You know, we can get uh, HRT for free. Um, obviously, you have to have a prescription, but you don't pay for the actual HRT. Mm-hmm. So things have definitely shifted, but just that conversation of the doctor, the professional, not telling 
a reasonably intelligent woman who's coming to them and saying, I don't know what's going on with me, but, you know, my periods are changing and I've got these things happening. These are red flags for menopause. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. just tell the lady, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, the relief when you know, and then you can start building on your tools to help you go Mm -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need. I would also add that I think a lot of medical professionals have not had a lot of training on menopause. And so yeah, they don't even know what to offer. So we come potentially with these very weird symptoms, like sore joints. I was like, Oh, could that be a symptom? And I Google it's like, Oh yeah. Some women experience sore joints. I have alcohol intolerance, like just these things that you can come and take to your medical professional. If they're not thinking about potentially perimenopause, they could go off on some path, which, I mean, maybe that's also the right path to check, but like, let's talk about this and let's make sure that there's resources available for people to, to support, to support people, to support women. So it's interesting because as I sit here and I think, and I, and I listen back to, like I listen to your stories and your journeys, you know, the question that comes to mind for me is, is that intersection between aging and then this thing called menopause. And I'm wondering what is the taboo about not talking about it because what it means related to aging and there is a stigma of aging, right? There's a stigma. People are, I have to like, they think about their job. They think about their career. They think about life. They think about like women. We think about our relationships, what our men are going to, you know, and all of these things are our partners. I should say our partners are going to think of us. So let's, let's maybe tap in uh, talk a bit about how do we start to, what is the, what do we believe is driving that stigma, that taboo? And then what are some of the things that you creatively, I know, you, you know, we're talking about it here live, but what are some of the other things that we can maybe encourage others to start to break the taboo? I definitely like bring the bag back, you know, like, create the kit <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, the, kit needs, kit. To, but, uh, the what, kit needs to happen like it could have saved me so many times <laughs> that's your <laughs> job <laughs> i'm on it i'm actually on it i'm i'm there's so many things that yeah, you know right. i have in terms of ideas but to ageism sexism mm-hmm. because as women well no, you, nobody cares what do you mean you reach a particular age it doesn't matter anymore you are the society basically has made us as outcasts, right? And mm-hmm. we, as Gen X, it's like, well, no, we're not. And so the, the, to be vocal to, to, for the advocacy, I think what Jennifer was talking about, you know, doing that research and bringing it to your doctor, but I think we also need to educate ourselves on how to be advocates for ourselves. Because I recently went to my doctor and I had to ask for certain tests to be run because I wanted to... I need you to tell me that my hormones are have bottomed out. I need you to tell me. I don't need you to tell me that I'm of that age. So run the panel. But if you don't want to run the panel, then please write that down in my file. But I want the panel run. And then when we ran the panel, my estrogen levels are very, very low. Aha! <laughs> it's all starting. <laughs> it's all starting to make sense now. <laughs> and I think Trisha, like just underneath all of this is this that we have to be really careful about is that when we start to think that we're going crazy and you had said that, right? Like I realized I wasn't going crazy. And I think this is so, so fundamentally important when you think in general, but especially as things start to change is that, you know, often we're questioned, we are taught to question, we are taught to be careful and, 
And I think it creates this mistrust of ourselves, right? And so I would just encourage people, like one of the biggest things I've learned and I've grown as I've aged, which has been a huge, again, blessing, is this self-trust that I've been, been developing. And that is, if I think something's off with my body, something is off with my body. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anyone else says. I know myself and I know that I'm not going crazy. And I just want to emphasize that because it really helps to advocate for yourself to your point, Trisha. And I think it also helps to um, just continue to develop that self-trust. Like if you think something's off, it's off, it's off and, and you're not going crazy and things and that's true whether it's perimenopause or anything else and i think one of the blessings for me as a woman as i've aged is is this um ability this deepening of my self-trust and this deepening of me paying attention mm -hmm. to what i really think and honoring what i really think because then when physical things start to happen you can lean on that and say, no, this is off. And even though you're a doctor and, you know, I'm listening to you, I'm listening to myself just as deeply. Mm -hmm. I'm just as deeply listening to myself and I am not going to, um, you know, lower my own voice for someone else's voice. And so Tracy, I'm going to ask you now because you've interviewed, I mean, your podcast is all around this topic. So you've, I don't know what episode you're on now, but, uh, I know you've interviewed men. There's a man that you interviewed recently that seems to have picked up the mantle to like, you know, be the man who's going to help with the menopause. So what are you like, what are your thoughts around the intersection between aging, menopause, and what are you hearing as sort of that common denominator as to why there's such a taboo and a stigma and maybe some suggestions from your experiences to how do we start to eradicate that? Stay tuned for the second part on filter discussions on women aging. It will air Monday, October 9th. See you then. There you have it. I trust you are feeling more empowered in your skin. As the late Dr. Maya Angelou said, when you get, you give, when you learn, you teach. So it would mean so much for us at EIMS if you would share this episode and tag us or teach an insight that you took from today's episode on your socials and tag us. Feel free to leave us a review over at iTunes and follow us on social media at Empowered of My Skin. Finally, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you soon.